Hello, everybody. Welcome back to a brand new episode of The Kick a Boot. We are so sorry we missed you. We're going to make this a weekly thing again in 2024. Uh, thanks, everybody, for supporting us and asking us to come back. Uh, so we're back, and we're back for you and ourselves because we really miss talking soccer, miss talking a little footy. Uh, so let's have some fun today. I'm Mike Jose Collins. Joining with me today is Daniel Ramos, no vowels, and Ryan Galati. <laughs> what an idiot. I can't wait to say this is going to be a weekly thing in 2024 until next week. That's going to be really funny. Hey, it is. That guy is awesome. We're going to guy... have a lot of reactions, a lot of different things. Yeah, we'll, we'll start to cook. It's pretty hard cheering for a team that's not in the Prem and trying to get up at weekly and talk about the Prem. It's really it's a sad hit or miss occasion for me. But What's going on? How you guys been? How's everything? How's everything been? I've been good. I've been good just hanging out. Have you been? Well, you know, just... Hanging out. Really fun answers. <laughs> Off the soccer. All right. Well, we're halfway through the Premier League season, so we wanted to talk a little Premier League. First of all, overall thoughts, and then our halfway team of the season. So, right now, Liverpool are leading the Premier League, uh, followed by, who is it, Aston Villa right now? Jesus. Uh, yeah, Aston Villa, uh, then yeah, Man, City, Villa then Man City, then Arsenal. Uh, Man City still have a game in hand, and they sit at 40 points, five points behind Liverpool. Uh, so, right now, who do you guys think is going to win the Premier League halfway through? I got Liverpool. I think it's Liverpool's year. I just Sorry, think Liverpool. things just seem to be going really well for them. And also their main competitor has been struggling this season, which is City. So Is Liverpool really a bold choice? Does it have I'd to be a bold so. choice? No, no, like no, I said, it's a bold choice. choice. Oh, you did? Oh, well, I thought you said it's a good choice. I don't think Man it's a bold City's choice. missed like a lot of players. They're struggling, and they're only going to be three points behind. But who's to yeah, say they won't behind. keep? Who's to say they won't keep missing players? I mean, they're not even playing Holland against well, Newcastle. Holland, Holland and Kevin De Bruyne are expected to come back this month, and Liverpool just shipped out uh, Mohamed Salah and Wataro Endo. I mean, yeah. It kind of like pisses me off that Man City doesn't send out any players to AFCON because it kind of just feels like it's part of the Premier League season. <laughs> and yeah. it's like, no, we're staying the same. I think they should just be forced to send like Bernardo Silva. Like, will he belong? Well, no, but like just send well, him. Well, I mean, it is City. So even if they did have to send people, they would probably just, you know, lie about it and say they were injured or something. No, oh, dude, he was away. born in England. He was born in England. <laughs> Wasn't there one player that just said they're not? Oh, Onana. It was Onana that said they're not going. No, no, he is, he is. He is going. Yeah. He, no, but uh, he's not playing. He's watching from the sidelines. Oh, it's still going. Got to go support. Yeah, he's going. he's going. Yeah, yeah, I guess. He has like. He's I'm not sure going to play. Like, beef with the manager. Who does? Oh, no, no. I'm pretty sure like he like him and the manager like do not like each other. Like I'm pretty sure he just like during a Cameroon game like even in 2023 I'm pretty sure Onana just like walked off the pitch. Really? Yeah, there was some weird story around it. They do not get along. He does not yeah. like. That's them weird. At all. Yeah. Canada soccer vibes, am I right? <laughs> hey. Okay, Ryan, you, who do you think is going to win the press? Uh, I think Liverpool, I mean, you guys said the bold one. I think Liverpool is the easy answer. I mean, you can just break it down to the fact that they are not losing. If it was like, if they, they were. They haven't uh, lost the game yet. Okay. Um, I'm not going to get into that. Uh, <laughs> I was actually trying to think of why you were saying that, and I figured it out. If they were, like, if they had, like, a couple more losses and they were in the similar loss column as, like, the Aston Villa and the Man City and stuff, I could see it 
going anyway. But they've lost one game, and their goal differential, apart from Man City's, is the far like the highest by far. And yeah, but Man- I've seen that happen. I've seen that happen through Liverpool with so many years where ties just seem to be the end of them. Like the year that John Stones cleared it off the line, that one in like 2019, where Liverpool was undefeated up until that point. Like they they could have been the first team to come in second place and never lose a game that season. That's fair, but I feel like I feel like the record this season, like you're asking for a lot if you want to take out some of those ties, because like thirteen six and one, like what do you want to be fifteen four and one, like that you're asking for like an unholy record compared to like anything else. Which, by the way, hilarious that we were talking like months ago about Man City possibly having like an invincible run for a while. That was really funny. What we are? Hey, you know, pretty sure I didn't agree with you on that. Pretty sure I didn't agree with you on that. But I was also wrong in the other side because I was backing Arsenal in that same conversation. So I'll take my L as well. Well, let's talk a little bit about Arsenal. Uh, Mikel Arteta is having a a tough season right now. I mean, he's in third place. Fourth. He's suffering a bit, though. Or fourth fourth place below City. He's expected to be competing for two, one. Uh, Does not seem to have been going that way. And the type of soccer that I'm watching is really hard to watch. It's not fun. It's just a lot of dives and a lot of complaining about things not going their way. Starboy Saka having a really tough season. I know people think that he's still doing fine. He is not doing okay. Martinelli not having a great season. Uh, their goalie's good. Ray is good. Uh, Odegaard, is he, though? Odegaard's playing. Yeah, he's better than Ramsdale, I think. He's solid. Yeah, but like, like, I mean, he's his top, top five keeper in the league, I'd say. Okay, but like out of those top five teams... I would say he's the worst keeper. That's fine. Still a top five keeper, though. Yeah. But I just think it's just—it's not a fun game that they're playing to watch. Like, like Pep side Man City—they—they complain a lot, but like they also go out there and then score and like you know beat whatever. Like it doesn't matter. Arsenal is like they're just begging for calls. My opinion—it's painful. My opinion—they're where they belong. In third or fourth? Fourth. Yep. Like you think I they'll don't... finish fourth this year? Uh, yeah. Just because I mean, I guess I just said they're where they belong, so I guess I got to say yeah. <laughs> I do uh, think uh, Villa's been the better team. I think Villa's been the better team. I think Man City and Liverpool are easily a step above them. I think their main competition right now is Tottenham, and Tottenham's kind of going through a bunch of shit. So yeah, who knows where that's going to end up, but. I, I don't know. I've, I've said from the start of the year that Arsenal hasn't really impressed me, and I'm just kind of waiting to see them not have the season they had last year. I don't I don't know. I mean, Gabriel Jesus is back in training. Congrats to them. Give him first yeah, team. They, they, but like, they need a striker. Dude, Eddie and Kedia mm-hmm. is garbage, and I've been saying it. Yeah. With my, I should get a T-shirt. That actually just says it because I've been saying it. Ev- so everybody knew about Havertz before the start of the season that that, that was just yeah, not going to work. Yeah, everybody that. like i just don't know how they expected that to be like the main guy in attack like it just never made sense have you guys have you guys seen that like meme picture and it's like the like the three dragons and like there's like the two dragons on the outside that like look all tough oh yeah yeah. sticking his tongue out that's that's odegaard rice and then havertz in the middle (laughs) yeah pretty much havertz is yeah just just arsenal fans i think they just they did not realize that their attack was punching above their weight last year. Like everybody saw the signs that that was not necessarily a solid attack, 
and then it's, it's kind of come to bite them in the ass this year. I love it. Like I don't know how that was, how anybody made that decision. How do you go yeah, from Gabriel Jesus to a player who plays almost the, the, sort of the same, but worse, and in a midfield role? Right? It's ridiculous. I mean, hey, he's their third top to goal scorer. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But if you want to play false nine, like go find a false nine. You don't have one right now. Seriously. I At least Rice is working out. I, for some reason, keep like I've seen like this a couple times on like social media that it's becoming like a trend to say that Eddie and Kedia is shit. No, it hasn't. He's just shit. It's just yeah, it's not a trend. I think we've all thought I'm not that already. Like, oh, like that's such like a boring take to say that he's bad. Yeah, it's boring because it's right. Yeah, he's a bad player. I hate this whole idea that like mainstream thoughts when it comes to players are just like boring and wrong by this point because everyone says it. If everyone says it, it's because it's true. Yeah, I know. Sometimes things are popular because they're true. That's exactly. just that's just how it is. Everyone yeah. loves Taylor Swift. If Taylor Swift releases a song that's hot poo, and people are saying it's hot poo, it's not because they're hating on Taylor Swift. It's because they're saying her song is poo. If Eddie and no. Kenny is big, they're hating right? on Taylor Swift. Shut up. Taylor Swift. I know. I how, yeah, how did she get so big, though? Can I ask that question? I feel like two years ago she wasn't that big, and now she's like pretty easily like the biggest pop star in the world. Dude, Travis so Kelsey she had gave her country name. music, right? She had the whole country music audience, then she shifted to pop music and dropped one of the greatest modern pop albums of all time with 1989. I mean, this you could say you could, you could debate this as the greatest album ever made. It is nothing but bangers for every single situation. And before that, she had Red. And Red was an all-time like high school, college thing. Like people just love Taylor Swift. So she got this massive mm-hmm. pop audience. She had the country audience. And then she moved to more like modern music, like folklore and, and Willow. And this got a huge Gen Z following. And now she started dating Travis Kelsey. So the only demographic she was really missing were like uh, football people because dads were taking their Gen Z kids to the concerts. And they're like, oh, I kind of like Taylor Swift. And now they tune in on Sunday and they see Taylor Swift on their NFL feed. And they're like, wow, she has every single demographic. So now she's basically like the biggest pop star in the world. Wow. What an Anyways, analysis. back to the Prem talk. This guy is uh, a cultural critic. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm, I mean, you so know, I'm, I take Mike's a fan of her then. Oh, yeah. The goat. I Ryan, saw you a fan of her. What? Oh, wow. Are you a fan of her, Ryan? No. Yeah, me neither, but I respect it. Like, you know, you, you got to respect the game, you know? Dude, her music just isn't my style. End of the day, I don't really care. Anyways, uh, let's go. Dude, it's let's... every style. What style no, are you looking no, for? No, she gets every style. No, What's that? You want never... rap music? You, I know you like Kendrick Lamar. Well, listen to Bad Blood featuring Kendrick Lamar. I don't Ooh. even dude, why I like it. Kendrick Lamar's not even my favorite. I don't need Taylor Swift to so rap. You like Baby Keem stuff. You like Baby Keem. There you Man, go, Kendrick Lamar. You're, just, Baby you're literally you're, you're just basing that off of what's been on your YouTube at your house from me like twice. Okay, family ties. <laughs> you don't like Baby Keem? Are you telling me you don't like Baby Keem? Uh, he's not my top. Jeez. Okay. We'll we'll go yeah. through our Spotify raps at the end of this, I guess. Okay. Fair. But, uh, I'm down. Let's do you know, it. To, to slowly transition this back. If uh, if there was rumors released that uh, Taylor Swift was dating a Premier League player, who would you assume it was? Okay, you got to think. But Jack Kevin Grealish. Jack no, Grealish, that's a good one. I think I think Jack that's Grealish. Like somebody, you know, a little a little famous. You know, the mm, girls kind of like. That's a good um, one. 
the little celebrity. Not Kevin De Bruyne. It has to be an English boy. She likes English guys. So I was just thinking like white guys because it seems like Travis Kelsey and <laughs> has she dated like not a not Kevin white guy? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I was just trying to think of white guys. I did. She loves British. Jack Grealish makes sense though. Grealish is yeah, really I good. I think Jack one. Grealish. You know, popular I think he's team. Too young. I, think go, I think you gotta go older. Grealish too young. He's yeah, like twenty eight. I think you gotta go like thirty something range. All right, uh, Henderson, if he were single, single. No. Calvin Dre Phillips, Henderson. he was still the Yorkshire peer, though. <laughs> I could I could see the Phillips, but he's, what, he's he's not, he's, I swear, the same age as Grealish. Yeah, I know, I just, I was, I don't know. Not Calvin Phillips. No. <laughs> uh, also, wait, I mean, to keep it on kind of the dating thing, uh, did you guys see, like, the, we'll take it back to the prem talk in a second. Do you guys see the Sadio Mane headlines? Yeah. Oh my that's, god. That's disgusting. Jesus. Dude, that that's was like, that's nasty, not, dude. I saw that Someone headline at first. I was like, oh, like, married his long term girlfriend. But then there was another headline that was like, married his long term 18 year old girlfriend. Yeah, that's actually funny. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. What does this mean? Yeah, yeah it's I yeah. Saw a bunch of like old headlines of him like funding schools. In Senegal, and like, yeah. oh, I wonder why he was doing that. Oh, he's helping out his girlfriend. Oh, I wonder why this one specific high school. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a bit uh, gross. Uh, that's him, that's but... disgusting. I don't know. Maybe. And then the other reasons why he liked her too were so weird. I didn't even uh, read the article. I didn't want to. I was kind of scared. It's just super weird, controlling stuff. Yeah, it's gross. Gross, yeah. dude. Gross, anyway. gross, dude. Uh, if you want to transition back off Taylor Swift, what was I talking about? Oh yeah, Eddie and Kedia's poo. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not, I I generally think he's not even like overrated, but somehow he's still my most overrated player in the prem. Like I don't even think that many people talk I about. I wouldn't him, say he's overrated. You were just, just talking think, about how everyone thinks he's shit. Yeah, I don't. Uh, who rates him? No, but, T- well, tell uh, me Ar- people right now who rate Kedia, please. I don't know. Arsenal fan. One person. Yeah, but that's like. That's like the fan base. It doesn't count. You know? Well, how does it yeah. not count? Well, people I, always I, in high school throwing players. Uh, yeah. End of the day, I'm not really surprised by Arsenal being where they are. I don't think many people should be surprised. I don't think they have an exciting team, like Mike said. Uh, I don't even know. Like, I don't even like. Like, if they were to win the title, I genuinely think I could see them as being the worst title winning team of all time. <laughs> Arsenal? No. Yeah. Yes. No. There's some there's some bad teams who will won. Dude, I think the friggin' Blackburn team that had only Alan Shear is still a better team because they had only Alan Shear. I don't That's like crazy. uh Man United's last win, twenty eleven. I don't like uh Pep's first year when Chelsea won. Did not like that team. Um what's another crappy team? <laughs> See, but every There's a team of Chelsea you... teams in there that I would say I did not like. Well, like, like, Mourinho... honestly, like I mean, compared to the past decade, like this is the the best teams I think we've ever seen. Like Man City and Liverpool, like a hundred to ninety nine, ninety eight to like like the the points different. The, the points are insane. Yeah, like, it's probably one of the most competitive. I, I know that Man City's won like four, but or five or whatever. But like some of the most impressive things we've ever seen then you go look like 10 years ago and it's like yeah we won with 60 points yeah sometimes those seasons aren't that bad though because it means like the ever the whole league kind of has a chance at every game but 
I get what you're saying. Yeah, no, no. It's just the product is like, you know, there's some bad teams who want. I just meant like squad quality wise. I think if Arsenal were to win, like going Leicester won with 81 points. Yeah, but like Leicester were like a fun team to watch. They were a very fun team. Yeah, but everyone was rooting for them. Yeah, but like I mean, they they got a few dogs in that team, though. You know, dude, Jamie Vardy, some great dogs. Jamie Vardy. No, no, I'm, I'm talking about Arsenal. Oh no, they yeah, don't. They got a few dogs. Yeah, they do. Who? Who's I the dog? Declan Rice. Rice and Saliba. And Odegaard. Yes, I, I kind of figure Odegaard. Yeah. Okay. So what? Two out of eleven. That's three. We named three. Three, brother. Three. Who's third? Odegaard. Rice, said, Odegaard, Saliba. Saliba's taken a step down this year from last year. He's still been elite, though. He's not some scrub, he's been, he's been great, but, like, he's not the Saliba of last year. And you know what that means? That means there's very little dog in that man. How are you going to take a step down after you almost won the title? Come on, now. I still... Okay. <clears throat> I still... Th- I said this last pod. The Arsenal just don't have that dog in them. And it really is a stupid analysis, but it's a true analysis. Yeah, because yeah, they're just but... they're just lacking that killer instinct that we've seen City and Liverpool have, like you just said, over the past whatever decade. They just those two teams when they go at it, man, they're trying to kill their opponent. I don't see that with Arsenal. They're just lacking yeah. that killer instinct, and but I don't think that's on guys like Rice and Odegaard. I think that's on guys like. No, Oda, Odegaard yeah. plays like as hard as he can, man. Odegaard's always going for it. He's like playing basketball half the time. But then you have yeah, like there's... Saka. Saka, I think I absolutely agree with you. Saka, Jesus, Martinelli, half those guys, man. They, it, they're like looking for calls. They're begging for it. Pep mm-hmm. does it strategically. Like Pep will flop, but but Pep knows what he's doing. Arsenal, they're just like begging for it. They're waiting for something to Pep? happen. Do you guys? Yeah, uh, like I, I, you, you, I see the the so many parallels between Arteta and, and Guardiola. Obviously, you know, he's well, a yeah, disciple. Arteta, or yeah, he's a disciple. Yeah, but like. Pep has a strategy when it comes to doing that stuff. Arsenal, they have no idea what they're doing when they're doing that. They're literally just begging for calls. It's embarrassing. I hate watching that team. It's stupid. I also yeah. think I also think maybe the one thing that Arteta forgot to learn from Guardiola is that transfers are a huge thing. I don't really think that I don't think Arteta was making transfers with the idea of making this systematic yeah, like foundation of a team. He was just like, "Oh, who's who could be good, good player? Let me buy in." Yeah, at least with yeah. Pep's buying people, he knows where they'll fit in the system. And if somebody does not fit in the system, get the fuck out. Well, I mean, dude, yeah, he's Pep, more than willing. Pep buys players like Bernardo Silva, and he's like, "Oh, like you play on the wing? How would you like to fit into a midfield sometime?" Yeah, our our buys players, and he's like, "Oh, Havertz, you play a false nine? How would you like to play a midfield one time?" And Havertz says, "No, I can't." And he's like, "You're doing it anyway." It doesn't work. Doesn't Havertz work. Has, does not work in most systems, and Arteta's especially is not one. I he's even using think. Pep's playbook, and it doesn't work in the, in what he's trying to do. Like he's using an old, uh, another coach's vibe, and it's not working for him. Just wait until he tries to turn Gabrielle into a center back CDM combo like John Stones. <laughs> <laughs> I hate Ben White too. Have I mentioned that in this podcast yet? I despise <laughs> Ben White. Okay, good. Uh, I like that. You don't like his tan? Oh, I don't no, like anything about him. Right. He's a that guy, dick. No one likes him. One day we should make a ranking of most punchable players in the Prem, but it wouldn't even matter because Ben White would be, be one, just... two, and three. 
Yeah, he'd be top ten, man. All <laughs> top ten. Uh, no, uh, I don't know. No one in England likes him. Charleston, Paqueta. You could say yeah, a lot of Brazilians. No, I don't even want to. I don't, I don't, I don't want to touch Charleston anymore. I actually put Charleston on the most punchable list. Dude, I think I'd punch him and feel bad. He's number yeah, one. You know what? No, no, no. Richarlison is like kind of cringy, but he's actually overall a nice guy. He's not a fucking asshole. He's not just a, a nice little cringy. guy. He is an asshole. Yeah, he no, he's not that much of an asshole. He's just he's a little cringy and does a little too much sometimes. But like guys like Ben White actually are an asshole. There's there's levels to this. You know, Richarlison's like cringy and sometimes comes across doing too much. Ben White's just an asshole and you know at his core, bro. You did. You said Paqueta. I just want to record a TikTok with. He just dives so much. He dives a lot. He does dive a lot. So much. Yeah, but like I just walk up to Paqueta and be like, Tubarão, and I just like start like, you know what I mean? (laughs) Ben White in that uh, all white, no red jersey. Oh my God, his tan was insane. He looked like the Jersey Shore. Yeah, he's He's crazy. (laughs) All right. Well, since we're halfway through the Premier League season, why don't we go through our team of the seasons so far? I want to go first. Uh, Okay. You want to go first? Okay. We're, are we going position to position? With... How are we doing it, by the way? Yeah, we'll go position to position. You can start with striker. You can start with goalie. Since you go first, you pick the all position right. you want to start with. All right. Okay, it's a pretty easy one for me. We've been talking about him all season. He's been awesome. Respect Vicario. That's my goalkeeper of the season so far. Really happy with him. Why are you smiling, Ryan? I'm not smiling. I just like to smile. Yeah. Is there a problem? Do you want me to be sad? Yeah. Why are you? Why are you happy? Because you're making okay, me sick. I'm supporting you. Jesus. Anyways, yeah, I choose Vicario. Uh, does that mean that's off the board now, or do you guys get to choose a keeper as well? No, we or can what's... still pick. Yeah, yeah, we can pick them. We can pick them. Oh, I'll okay. do off the board. Can I? Oh, can I do off the board? Can I pick people that you guys didn't pick? Sure. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. I, okay. I meant like a combined, but that makes sense. That's fine. All right. I, I chose Vicario. I think it's a pretty easy one. What do you guys think? Uh, for the record, I was just saying that because I think my team is going to be different than all yours anyway. So I was like, screw it. <laughs> uh, okay. Vicario, Vicario was, I was going between Vicario and Alice. And I think Vicario is like completely overperformed from expectation. He's been one, two, the best keeper in the league so far. Uh, kept Tottenham in so many games. Uh, I mean, he is, he's just been absolutely incredible. I think my, the only reason I was thinking Vicario, though, is because it's like, oh, we're halfway through the season. He's performed, uh, as what I say, he's performed far above expectation. But I think players like Allison uh, just are victims of their own success. Allison is, mm. you know, he's been the best goalkeeper in the world. Like, I'm, I can't put him second to Vicario in, in his own league. Uh, but, yeah, I have no issues if you want to say Vicario. I think if you want to pick Vicario right now, that's a great pick, but at the end of the season, I don't think it'll be Vicario. But yeah, it's a solid pick. That's that's always what happens, you know. That someone gets too good, it's just like even yeah. a slight underperformance to their expected performance. It's still better than most, but then they get penalized for that, you know. Yeah. But shut up, Vicario. Believe... I pick Allison though. Can't Allison believe how wrong you both are. <laughs> Thomas Kaminsky of Luton Town. That guy right. is superb. Okay. He's so good. Dude, he still has – I'm sorry. He still has the most uh, saves – or uh, what is it? The uh, saves above expected or whatever. He leads Vicario. He leads Alisson. He leads in like – he's honestly like top three or four in like most goalkeeping stats, and he's on Luton. I packed that guy on FIFA – or sorry, EAFC recently, and it brought a tear to my eye. 
I was like, where yeah, is there okay. But but if I if I face like a hundred shots a game, I'm probably gonna have some pretty decent stats if I That's save a like lie. fifty of them. N- tell me tell me Luton's back line right now. Tell me their most played back three. I don't know. Who's their most played back three? Exactly. That's my point. Thomas Kaminsky runs that yeah, boat. Yeah, but that's what? Mike's point that as well. Point? If you, you have a horrible backline that allows a lot of shots, you're going to have... Yeah, but kind it's of not just shots. Attack. They're allowing chances. Because thing is, you could say, like, I'd even... Because thing is, the stat that I didn't mention, I didn't say he has the most saves in the league. I said he has the most uh, goals saved above expected. So that means when, when mm, all these chances okay. are coming in, they could easily... Okay. Like, Luton right now have 37 goals against them in the season. They could easily have, like, 55. Like, Thomas Kaminsky is legit. Luton was nice enough to give him his first chance at Premier League football. Swear to God, Arsenal it, Arsenal should buy him. On my really? life. They want he's, another, better, he's better than Rhea. He's better than uh, Ramsdale. I don't think he, he doesn't play with his feet that well, so I guess that they're looking for that. Maybe not, but as far as a shot stopper goes and the guy that commands his box, dude, Thomas Kaminsky's legit. He's freaking saves. saves. 74 saves. Yeah, which that one that one makes sense. Who's first? Yeah, yeah who's first in saves? Uh, Wes Fodderham. That Sheffield. makes sense. No, that makes sense. Then James Trafford, then Leno. Interesting. Actually, you know, Leno's a very good shout. I didn't even think of Leno. I mean, he's been has been kind of boring, but yeah, but, no, Leno's a good shout. But he's no, been, he's I think, been really solid. I'm 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 staying on the Thomas Kaminsky train. I I think he's fantastic. I think he should go to a top ten prem club next season. Uh, he is he has earned his shot in the prem, and he has passed it with flying colors. My goalkeeper. So Southampton, Southampton could buy either Allison, Vicario, or Thomas Kaminsky. Yeah. Right now, you're you're buying Kaminsky. Absolutely. The, val- the valuation of the player, we can't. We right. if, if we buy an Allison, we're not we're not buying anything else. So give me Kaminsky. All right. <laughs> What are you talking about? What, is, what an easy question to answer. Easy as it gets. Dude, we're going to get... If, if Luton get... Uh, actually, no. I was going to say if Luton gets sent down, we should buy Kaminsky. But we have we have Gavin Bazunu, and we need to, we need to develop that guy. No, Thomas Kaminsky is, is my most impressed by goalkeeper of the season so far. How about that? Can I make that my title? Sure. Sure. Thomas Kaminsky, Vicario, Alisson are our goalkeepers of the season so far. What are you laughing about? Your picks? Yeah, you should be. <laughs> All right, Dan, why don't you go to your next one? Oh, I'm picking first every time? Yeah, that brother. It doesn't why feel I, fair. What, you, want me, you, what, you want me to go again? Well, I just okay. I feel like more okay, fair. Okay, Ryan, you go. We'll do, we'll do No, I don't style. want to. I was, Ryan, I, no, I was joking. I don't, want, I, don't, I don't have a pick. <laughs> yeah, we, can, we can go left around. Well, okay, no, but if I'm not. picking people that you guys aren't picking, how would I go first? What do I look we like? Need- a fucking mind reader to you? No, it doesn't. Okay, I'll fuck it. I'll just go. Uh, right back. I'm going your boy. I'm going Trent Alexander-Arnold. I think he's been the best in the league. He's had a p- superb season. I feel like every time I... Uh, I mean, I don't watch every Liverpool game, I'll be real. But I feel like every time I go onto my socials, it's like, oh, Trent scored another banger. or Trent did this again. Blah, blah, blah. And then I go back and watch. I'm like, damn, this guy kind of cooked. So I haven't been seeing that about many other right backs. Um... So, Trent's my guy. Thoughts, questions, concern? Yeah. Uh, he's, he's the best right back in the world right now. There's literally no debate. I don't think any player comes close to him in any league right now. Well, he's, he's a top he's 10. Game is pretty close. So, 
Jeez, I can't hear the Reese James. Reese James is done, guys. There's no there's, uh, Reese James. Yeah, yeah. I'm never talking about it again. Reese James yeah, we'll is give, done. We'll give you that. He's a bad we'll player. That. He doesn't even he's play. Yeah, that's how bad he is. Mike is right. Injury, bro. Mike is right. He's we don't, have to, we don't have to talk about him anymore because he's just like yeah, he's done. Yeah, it's he's over. It's not I'm even talking. close anymore. Now you could say Trent is like literally a top ten player in the world right now. He is like on an insane form. His run right now is insane. He's playing that midfield, like I said, he was going to move up to. Uh, I think if you're picking England's midfield right now, you have Rice, Bellingham, and Trent there. Like that's mm. he's he's just mm. a, a league in his own right now in the entire world when it comes to right back. Something that I didn't even think was going to happen this season. I thought he was going to be really solid in that midfield role, but I mean, in his defense this season too, he's stopping people. It's crazy. He gets beat every now and then, but like he's actually been completely solid this season so yeah I, I don't think you could pick anybody else but trent but let's see who ryan picks on luton town <laughs> that's actually really embarrassing that you said that because now i gotta change my pick uh <laughs> uh to go with someone you guys didn't go with because i mean i'm making that my my thing now uh i'll just say trippier but i'm i'm well aware that that alexander arnold is probably the best right back in the league right now for the remainder of the season uh but honestly, you know what? You guys made fun of me for it. Shout out Alfie Doughty from uh, Luton Town. That guy's actually had a breakout season, and I won't hear otherwise. He's going to get signed by a prime club as well next year. Alfie Doughty, you're you're very impressive. Alfie Doughty. Yeah, I yeah, think man. I say his name. Don't listen to the doubters, bro. I, I I don't know if that's actually how you say his name. I've just been very impressed from him when I've watched him. He's actually good. He has four assists and a yeah. goal this season in like a weird three-back Luton system that's like Brexit ball. He's actually good. And what is he? He's like 20, he's 24 years old, actually. Okay, so he's, actually, you know, he plays more on the left side, too. So I'll save that for my left back pick. Uh, Kieran Trippier. <laughs> yeah, Kieran Trippier's had a very solid know. season. Um, he's made a couple of deathly mistakes, though. Yeah, sadly. I mean, that is his problem. I mean, he's he's missed a couple games, too, but yeah. I don't know. I, to pick someone that you guys didn't pick, I'll just say Trippier, but. He's third on assists this year. Yeah, Playing and missing two solid. games, too, I guess. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I think I think third and assist does come from the fact that he's just like a set piece specialist. But yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll go Reese James though. <laughs> this guy's a comedian. <laughs> uh, center backs or left back next? Dan. Um, I guess I'm going first every time, man. Um, all right, I'll just go center back because I just want to gloat about how I was right. In our team in the season predictions, I said he is easy to pencil in because he is one of the best center backs we've seen in the league. Did you, say guys, that. Uh, you guys? Uh, I don't know. If you should... <laughs> Virgil Van Dyke. He's pretty easily in the team of the season so far. Have some respect to Virgil Van Dyke. I don't know. I don't know what you want to say. He's been amazing. Yeah, really he's, good. He, looked, he looked back. Did I show you know? Van Dyke? You did. I yeah, said you're did. like hey. both of us did actually. <laughs> uh, statistics wise, yeah, he is the best center back in the league right now. Uh, he found his form. Still has these random lazy moments, but uh, he's almost back to full Virgil Van Dyke form. It's just tough to dribble by him, man. It's just so tough. Uh, but so yeah, good, he's man. still he's still randomly lazy, which really pisses me off a lot. Uh, I know yeah, what is, he is that. He is by what? far the best center back in the league right now. Why? Why does he get like that, man? Like it's like I it's not. Know. It's not a skill issue. It's not, it's literally just like moments where it's just like, bro, that was so lazy. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? He like hardly jumps anymore. Too goes up when he doesn't need to. And, ah. Weird. Even the the goal against Fulham uh, on Wednesday was like, what are you doing? 
That's not Allison and Net, dude. That's Kelleher. You have yeah. to actually attack that guy. What the what the fuck are you doing? And he's uh, still just, probably the best in the league this year. So wow. Yeah, he's, I'd say he's been the best in the league. Uh, I don't know if he'll ever find that Ballon d'Or form again, but you know he's he's been incredible. And yeah. Jesus Christ, thank God. Oh my God, thank God. It was needed. And it was needed. Well, it's actually like genuinely like essential to Liverpool's. Uh, Literally, it, it, it's year. been. He's been phenomenal. I, I, I'm, I think we're kind of pushing our luck with it a bit, though. Like, I don't know if it's gonna yeah. stay like this. I haven't really liked him as a captain either. I have to say, uh, I think Trent really should have been the captain, especially after this season. Sure. The way that he's he's getting people to buy in, it's it's far and beyond what VVD's doing. But he's Klopp's favorite, so I get it. Uh, why don't we go to our next center back though before Ryan picks his? So then we can go to. Two, two. Yeah, I'm gonna need the time anyway because I don't know who the hell have been secret of good center backs this year. Okay, listen, I'll I'll pick here, Dan. I would just like to say this: per ninety, Kanate is better than this player statistics wise. <laughs> Ibrahima Kanate has been better than this player per uh... ninety. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put him in, but he is. I, I, listen, if I'm picking the French center backs, I don't know. I don't know which one I'm going to pick. Do I want Kanate? Do I want Saliba? But I'll probably go Saliba right now. He's been pretty solid. He's had a great season so far. Uh, he's just he's just been better than a lot of other center backs. Not that I think I think Man City center backs not disappointing this season, just not in the same level that Saliba yeah. and BBD have been doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Saliba more just kind of gets in here because he's been consistently good. I wouldn't say he's been like the Rolls Royce of center backs, as a lot of Arsenal fans say. Uh, but yeah, he's been solid. Saliba, my number yeah. two. I mean, I just shouted him out earlier. I know he's been not what he was last year, but he's still been fucking awesome. So he's been I great. still think he needs to get some credit. Yeah, I agree. What are your thoughts, man? Uh, but anyway, I, listen, my, my Kanate thing is kind of coming to fruition, man. I mean, he's been balling. Hey, top 15? Been top balling. 15 center back? Jeez. He's, he's, he's getting up there. Yeah, yeah for the record, my like top fifteen rankings from like that draft thing, holy ass, my, nothing can work <laughs> out for me, nothing, not a single thing. Gabri Vega left yeah. for Saudi. Everything's gone wrong. Uh, oh, center, like I don't know, center. Who the fuck? Center backs just like is based on like how good your team is. Um, I'm just gonna go like who I've been impressed by, rather than who's been the best. I'm going to say, uh, for one of them, Jared Branthwaite from, from Everton. He's a good he's a good young center back. Uh, my second one is uh, Harry Maguire, just based off of about two months of action. Hmm. Done. Done deal. Give me those two. Absolute brick shithouse on the back line. Hmm. Love to see. No, Branthwaite, though, Mike, you can hold your head because you're a little Liverpool Mersey. I love Mersey sign. Mersey sign's red. Shut up. Jared Branthwaite is uh he's a good good young talent for the future. It's just that Everton's yeah, no, I, Everton's has found some form. Loki, I will say that like honestly, James Tarkovsky's probably been better than Branthwaite, but like who cares about Tarkovsky? Branthwaite's the young guy. I'm pretty sure there's been like little transfer rumors around Branthwaite because Everton might try to get some value out of him um, like before they potentially get relegated in case that's a concern. But I think they're safe. So yeah, they probably won't, but yeah, he's really good. And then uh, you know what, Harry Maguire. I don't think anyone in this you can you can hate on Man United all you want. That guy's had a turnaround year. Bro, he's had uh, some great performances. Yeah, playing really good performances. Yeah, dude, he's he's played some big big roles for Man United in a time where they needed someone to come through. 
And uh, yeah. I don't think I think Man United fans should be very, very, very happy with him at the moment. Uh, yeah. For, for some reason, a center back partnership of him and Johnny Evans was like demonic for him. <laughs> it was like the weirdest collab I've That's ever seen in my life. Uh, I don't know. I, I actually think like if I'm being honest, obviously the guys that you said are probably like a step above as far as like what people say at the end for like team of the season. If Maguire continues his current form and Man United like find something and they don't entirely keep falling backwards, I actually think he has a shout. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to give a shout out to Romero though. With all, I know he's had like, oh, yeah. a lot of injury injury struggle, but he started yeah. off the season really, really good. I and think uh, a lot I of think guys like that. Yeah. Well, he, his injury struggle has just been not. I think well, he's been like struggling with injury for like almost two months now. It's not great. But before the injuries, he I'd say he was probably like top two center back in the league before he uh, at least for the season um, yeah, like, before he was having the struggles. And honestly, I think his his presence has been missed from the Spurs. Obviously, I mean, look how much they're struggling. There's a lot of guys are missing, but that's one of the big players. So I think he deserves like, a shout like out. Some people yeah. out there are like, oh, like what happened to Spurs compared to their like start of the season form. Maybe it's the fact that they're starting Emerson, Royale, and Davies as center backs. Yeah. But just like, you know, maybe yeah. consider that for a second. They have no yeah, one. They, they got decimated. They have, I mean, they're bringing yeah. in that Dragusin guy who's actually really good now and could probably give them some kind of help. But, like, the, I don't know. Yeah. They, like, they're screwed. Emerson, Royale, like, playing that With guy. Dyer. I can't even play that guy at right back, let alone center back. Like, fuck Can we just talk about how Dyer to Byron is just so funny? Yeah, what, what, so what the hell is that? Where, where where is that coming from? I don't like, know. But they needed they needed somebody. That's just insane to me though. It's, and then Ange's uh, response, or they're like, "Do you think you maybe have need for him?" Even with all the center backs injured, he's like, "Nope, it's all good." Send to Bayern, man. Like, to be fair, that just like so random. I don't know what it is with Bayern and PSG and like picking up. Like, remember when they picked up like Chupo Moting? <laughs> Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he was just, like, scoring, like, every game and, like, linking up with Mbappe. I'm like, what is going yeah. on? I don't know if they have, like, the weirdest scouting methods of all time. Part of me thinks that Dyer could actually work out, and I don't know why. I think I've just been convinced by, like, past stupid signings. Like, Chupa I mean, like, is easily the, the, the freaking weirdest, but there's been plenty of them along the way. I mean, I'm not going to say Dyer was, like, good, but he was a serviceable center for a time, you know? Maybe he still has a little bit of, bit of juice left in him. I, I think, honestly, the thinking may have been that he was, like, kind of too slow for, slow. like, the, the, the English game. The German game is still pretty fast-paced, but, like, I feel like he could have a better chance. Yeah, true. Uh, just... It's something to see. It's interesting. Interesting. Sure, not really for it, but left back. Yeah. Yes, uh, before left backs, we'd just like to say per ninety, Konate is the best yeah, back said that. in the already, Premier League. You already said that. Yeah, that that was just comparing it to Saliba, but over over every center back. Left back besides besides <laughs> BBD. Left backs. <laughs> I get I get Konate's been good and you really wanted you really want yeah, to ride yeah, that yeah, yeah. ride that into the sunset, but uh I'll go. Uh Udogi. Yeah. Pretty easy. What, what can you really? It's, it's just the right choice, man. Far the right and away, the, far and away the best. Not really mm-hmm. much you could much you could say. Can you guys talk yeah. about it more so I can think a little farther? <laughs> uh, I mean, just comparatively, there just hasn't been a lot of like left backs that have really been sticking out to me. Yeah, um, that's a big thing. Doge's just been like super solid. 
been a huge yeah. massive contributor to that team's success. Uh, one of the better players just in the league in general. I wouldn't even say left back. It's just been totally solid. One of Tottenham's uh, absolutely elite guys. I think and any team would probably want him on their team. Yeah, I completely agree. It's the right choice. It's the right choice. <clears throat> I don't think uh, you can make... I mean, obviously, you can say some guys have been good, but I don't think you can make a claim of any left back over Udogi right now. No. It's been a weird season for left backs. Even before the season when we were picking them, it was like, who do you really take? I guess Robertson, because he's you know, been the most... Robertson, solid, I guess. But, I guess but after his injury, it was like... The thing is, most teams aren't even using a true left back right now. It's making yeah, it really difficult on me. Well, that's that's exactly it. It's like I, it's kind of like a dead position. Like who, who's actually a, like a, a true traditional left back? Alfie you know? Doughty, chill well. Alfie Doughty. Alfie Doughty's in my team. There's no one else. <laughs> other than, there's no one else other than Udogi. Why you mention this guy? What's why are you obsessed with this Doughty guy? No, no, Dan, 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 watch him play. I swear to God. Like I'm actually like this. <laughs> Sometimes, sometimes I'm joking and just like beating the shit out of like a, a what is it, beating a dead horse or whatever. Yeah, uh, is, that a, is that an okay phrase to say now? Can I say that? You're, uh, that's disgusting. Disgusting. Know, is, that's, that's actually time. fucked up, dude. It is. It is weird, but that's really you're uh, a bad guy. You got for the record. For the record, uh, this season, Destiny Udogi in Tottenham, uh, one goal, two assists. This season for Luton Town, uh, who by no, the way. Shut up. Who, by the way, have uh, half as many goals. Uh, Alfie Doughty, one goal, four assists. Like they're oh. basically the same. They're basically the same. <laughs> wow. No, I like, but I, I swear down, this will possibly be my last Luton pick. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Dan, next time, actually, Luton play today. If if you're huh. if you're around, watch them play. Alfie Doughty is. Honestly, one of the best players on the pitch. Yeah, you know what? I'm looking at the uh, FPL podcast, and they have a full segment. Don't Ooh. sleep on 4.4 million euros, Alfie Doughty. He's got five goal involvement in his last five matches, and it's only owned by 1.6% of managers. Wow. That's what I'm wow. saying, dude. Alfie's nasty with it. And he, yeah. I, like, I don't, he's just good. I don't know what else there is to say about it. He's just he work. I think he works in the Luton system. If I'm being totally honest, I think he needs to play Brexit ball. So like, as much as I would say like, oh yeah, he should be on a higher club. I don't know if he'd succeed there. Uh, no, he's good. I, I swear down. Alfie Doughty is a good player. And you know what? You guys can laugh in my face. Oh, you're picking someone off an 18th place squad. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> he's good. Good players can play for bad teams. For example, yeah. uh. James Ward Prowse last year. <laughs> Get it? Because he was on yeah. Southampton and we were, we were, we were shit. Yeah. Uh, I love James Ward Prowse. He's been balling this season. Yeah, let's sick. get into the midfielder so I can say him. All right, you want to pick first? Go ahead. Actually, yeah. what are we what are we doing for what are we doing for midfielders? Like, do you want to do like uh, more defensive? Whatever you want. If you want to add, if you want to add more forwards, feel free. If you want to have like four midfielders, I was going to do like um, a four three three. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking three midfielders. The midfielders can be attacking, defensive, or just central. It doesn't matter. Uh, but yeah, three midfielders, two wingers, and a striker. Sound fair? Cool. Yeah. Sure. Uh, I'm not going to pick James Ward Price, so if you do want to pick JWP. Yeah, I'm not going to pick mine. So you go for it. Wow, you assholes. What the hell's wrong with you? Bad guy. You guys so. just love being wrong. I, you guys should never go on Who Wants to Be a, Man- be a Millionaire because you would leave with zero dollars. Why? You're always Why? I just found a friend. I found you, Ryan. Well, I need, I do need, I unfortunately do need you guys to pick because, uh, oh, 
Okay. Well, I mean, I don't know who you're going to pick. Start, or you can go, Dan. Sorry about All that, right. Dan Norris. Uh, um, I talked about him. He's been awesome. And I don't think he should be left off of this. Declan Rice. He's been yeah, the best thing of Arsenal season, arguably. He's like, we talked about them like just not being it. If there's one thing that's definitely <clears throat> that's definitely it, it's Declan Rice. He is so good. He just impacts the game in so many different ways, and like, you just can't go wrong with him. Honestly, like that. That's the, that's what I was talking about early in the season. Like guys like that that just create that pillar that you can rely on them to like carry a team, and then you just build around that. De- Declan Rice is that guy. So he needs to be yeah. on this, on this uh, team of the season. He's been awesome. So easy choice for me, to be honest. Easiest choice, actually. The easiest choice. Yeah, he's Ooh. awesome, dude. Why do you say that? Mikey Poo didn't like sick. that one. He's freaking sick, bro. No, he's actually awesome. Uh, yeah, I agree with you. I think Declan Rice has to go in there. Uh, I think it was a little curious that he went to Arsenal. He had he had Man City on the table. He had a couple other offers. There's Bayern Munich, I think, was also one knocking at the door. Uh, I really, really didn't like him. I really love him on this Arsenal team. I think he fits that so well. He has absolutely been. I, you, I think he's been the best player on that team this year. Uh, mm-hmm. so held them in defensively, scored some goals when he absolutely needed to. He's been tremendous for them. Uh, commander on the pitch, works super well with Odegaard too, which is something that I was a little shocked by. Not that I didn't think it would work, but I didn't think it would work so well. Uh, he's absolutely in my team of the season. He's been tremendous. One of the best midfield players uh, this year. Yeah. Well, does it mean I have to go? Yeah, but yes, like, don't sir. take the guy I have next, okay? What? Go ahead, but like, just don't take the guy I have up next, okay? All right, well, you guys already admitted to not having James Ward Prowse, which I think is a criminal, so uh, that guy's mine for sure. He, All right. Honestly, like, the only point I have to make, Gareth Southgate, get him in the England squad. That's all I have to say because it's 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 true. Yeah, he should be yeah. there. Understand, dude. Definitely should be there. Even I will admit, as a Southampton fan, I was skeptical of how he would do in like a, a bigger club system. I thought, like, I, I knew damn well that he ran our midfield. It was very obvious that he was the number one leader on the pitch. Mm-hmm. He's like, he went to a higher, like, a, a a better team, and like upped himself almost above the team. I like. I'm not saying. I'm not saying he's above West Ham. But he's made himself into easily one of the best players in the West Ham team when he plays. Oh, and yeah. I don't think I'm yeah. crazy for saying that. Like no. I, I, th- I thought he would maybe have like a mixed role with like, I don't know, maybe he'd have a mixed role with Paqueta if they wanted to make him attacking. Maybe they'd throw in Suchek over him as a more defensive thing from time to time. They're like having to find ways to fit him into the team because they know yeah. how important he is to everything they're doing. Some of their strategy is running the offense through him. It's Ooh. insane. Yes. And he's he's fit seamlessly into that team. Yeah. He is so good. He is Do so I... fucking good. He's been amazing. He's been and you know what? He's fucking fun to watch. Yeah. That's so what I love about players, man. If you're fun to watch, in West Ham, there's a lot of people who are really hard to watch and a lot of people are really fun to watch. I like watching Jared Bowen and I love watching JWP. Man. I love Bowen. So sick. I hate I'm, I'm actually I'm glad he's escaped like the whole like oh he's a set piece guru that kind of thing. <laughs> he is though, bro. He's well, fucking yeah, amazing. He, he, no, 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 but he is. But like everyone was like, oh, that's all he has in his pocket. I'm like, no, it's not. That guy he oh. tracks back well. He he finds slots well. Like he behind the dead ball, he's brilliant. But it's not like he doesn't know what to do with a with a with a moving ball either. 
you yeah. know? And I think I think he was underappreciated for that, and I'm really glad that he's found the way to just shut everyone up. So easy pickings. How he's not in here is honestly stupid heads. Your turn. Sure. Uh, I'm going to go Douglas Louise. Mm, that was who I was going to pick. Nah. Been he's awesome. been super solid. Uh, yeah. Been one of the best players for Aston Villa, probably their best player. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've loved watching his game. Another fun, super fun player to watch. Uh, we were at Liverpool's actually rumored to be interested in him before the season, and now ooh, he would be so sick on that, that team. Yeah. I'm a big, big Douglas Louise fan. He's just been absolutely tremendous. Uh, the cog in that machine of what Unai Emery's doing. Uh, I think without him, that team is completely different. I, I love his game. He's been phenomenal. Yeah, I'm like, uh, I love Douglas Lewis. He's just, like like you said, just a super fun player to watch. I love players <clears throat> that you can just tell work so damn hard. They're just he is not a, he does not have like a an ounce of laziness on his on his, no. on him. Bro. Like he's so he's such a hard worker. Like you said, he's like essential to that team and what Unai Emery is is building, and like just things like that. That's why Bernardo Silva is my one of my favorite players to watch because like just another extremely hard worker. Like those are my favorite types of players, and Douglas Luiz embodies that. So pre- I think he's pretty yeah. easily on here, and uh, he's fucking awesome. Love that guy. You could tell, like, I love players that you can tell like they care about like the craft of what the craft of soccer. Exactly, like, he, he does. Is so in love with soccer, it's sick. Mm-hmm. Well, I can't believe you guys. I, I I can't believe you guys talked about players that are hardworking and care about the game on Aston Villa, wow. and you went with the wrong guy, Big John McGinn. I Get him in my team. <laughs> that guy's like so, he's so superb. I like McGinn too. You guys can talk about hard yeah, workers and guys that care all you want. That is the most passionate man I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> That's true. Dude, that guy, I don't even know what the celebration is that he's been doing for eight years where he puts goggles on his face, but it make, it, make, it brings a tear to my eye every single time. It's not even that one. He does them like downwards. He does them like this. It's I don't know. By the way, if you, you can't see this, but we're all trying to do it right now. Dude, oh, yeah, he it. is... Oh yeah, sure. I don't know. I think that's right. Uh, he he's fantastic. I mean, I will I will give you guys obvious. I'm I'm fully joking. I'll give you the fact that Douglas Louise easily is the more technical midfielder that Aston Villa has. But I think for Aston Villa's success this year, as far as uh, just like where they are in the table, and if you want to talk midfield, I think the midfield partnership is the most important part of of either of their games. I think mm. Douglas Louise and John McGinn work brilliantly together when they play. Yeah. I'm aware that Douglas Louise is the more technically gifted and probably could go elsewhere and have similar to success to what he's doing now. But yeah. dude, John McGinn is, has had a fantastic season. And he's versatile, which I like. Douglas Louise, I think his set role in the team is, like I said, set. John McGinn, like... If they bring off Musa Diaby, like he's willing to just run down the flank, which is the funniest thing of all time to me because he's this Scottish. He looks so player. awkward. Yeah, it's, <laughs> he's the most awkward guy to watch run down the wing in the entire life. But it's so good. I'm like a huge John McGinn fan, uh, and I'm very glad to see that he's having this kind of season. And honestly, one of the main reasons I would be pulling for Aston Villa to win the, the title is John McGinn. So... He's in my team. No questions asked. I think he's fantastic. You guys can have Douglas Louise. I'll just close it out and uh, close out the Aston Villa page of the midfield, and I'll just take John McGinn. 
I mean, I like John what, McGinn a lot too. What a what a respectable midfield I have going right now. James Ward Prowse and John McGinn. Mm. <laughs> That's a World Cup winning midfield. Right midfield. There. Holy hell! Are we doing one more midfielder? Or are one yeah. of you uh, four attackers like some weird? Yeah, yeah. I think that's three. No, but we, no that's, we two. Can... that's two. That's two. You said, you said Louise and. No. Yeah. Rice. Louise and Rice. Ward Prowse and Louise. No. We, he picked all, Ward Prowse. I picked Ward Prowse. Yeah, yeah. We all picked one. We're picking three. Three each, brother. Three each. Three each? Oh. You're going to pick one midfielder? I, I, I thought we were just like combining. You just picked Douglas Louise. Yeah, Wait, we're doing the same thing we just did with the defenders. I thought we were. Oh, about... the hell, Dan! Yeah, I, I must have been. I must have been confused there. Okay, you're still in sleep. By the right, way, everyone, everyone, we had to delay this recording because Dan was sleeping. What an idiot! Anyway, got a horrible sleep schedule. I'm sorry. No, um, okay, fine. I mean, my second pick was going to be Douglas Louise. So, I yeah. guess uh... now pick your third. Uh oh, is this like that hard to understand? Does he not know what the number three looks like? <laughs> I know what three is. One, Are two, sure? four. Shit. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'll go. I'll go. You know what? I'm just going to go Rodri, bro. Shout out Rodri. He Not has a. Uh, honestly, a good pick. Huh? Honestly, a good pick. Yeah. yeah I mean, like, I know he's, he's been out a lot this season, but, like, you know, you can look at the stats in one city has and when they don't have him, and they, I think, win like 90% of the games when he's there and lose majority when he's not. Uh, he has the most passes out of anyone in the Prem. He's just, he's an easy player to pick. He's so freaking good. Um, yeah, so Rodri. I love Rodri. One of my favorite players to watch. Because he also is just like, he's not just like a hard worker. He's also an extremely, extremely smart player. The way he fills spaces is just like, so many players can't replicate what he does. And it's just amazing to watch. And City's really lucky to have him. Uh, so yeah, Rodri's my third pick. Yeah, it's been absolutely tremendous. Uh, he is that Man City team when De Bruyne's not there, Holland's yeah. not there. He is the guy. He's the when best player on the there. pitch in most games that he's in. Uh, but I'm not going to pick him for my other mid. But I'm going to stick with oh. City and go Bernardo Silva, mm, my uh, okay. other midfield player. He is just – speak about players who are fun to watch, man. He is just I all over the pitch, everywhere he needs to be. Tremendous, moving the ball, creative, so fun. Just a sick player. Uh, you know, you could stick with Roger if you want. Uh, Roger, I think, again, maybe a victim of his own success. He's just so tremendous yeah. that you kind of want to pick another player around him. But I think Roger's a good shout. But I, I'm going to go with Silva just because I've enjoyed his game a lot this season. He's my favorite player to watch. It's a great pick. I, I actually love Bernardo Silva. He's just, and he's also a professional. That guy's wanted to leave City for three seasons in a row. And every single time he comes back, he still plays his heart out because he's a professional. Just a good player, hard worker. Technical ability is like unmatched. Like he's a small guy, but trying to get the ball off him, you're gonna have to fight for your life to do that. So just fucking awesome player. Love Bernardo. Can I just like keep mine short but give a, a pick and an honorable mention? Yeah, sure. Nice. You can do whatever you want, man. This is Thanks. your podcast. Yeah. Hell yeah, want, dude. Yeah. This is my show. I'm making a twelve team. Uh my pick is one that's gonna make one of you very happy. Uh, Dominic Shabashlai. Yeah, I knew it. I was. I, I just, I, I just, like he's been awesome. Not even like statistically speaking, not anything like that. He's just very extraordinary to watch. I just like he's so fun. Every he's, time he's he hits so the fun. ball, like from like forty yards out, I become a little kid again. I'm like, shoot it, 
Shoot it. You want to shoot <laughs> I it. Want him, I want him to do it every time. Yeah, every time. He'll have it for like 35 yards from like the, the, like the touch line. And I'll be like, yeah, do it. Just like, all right, I'll try something. No, he's, he's really been really the most. He's been the most fun midfield player on Liverpool I've seen since Gerrard. Like he is so incredible on the ball. He's he's kind of been a little suspect the past month. Uh, yeah, but he's he's been absolutely incredible, and he's gonna miss a couple games. I do think like he's not my midseason pick, but I do think team of the season wise he'll be in my midfield for sure because he's just tremendous and he's he's completely changed that midfield around. I don't think you can. I know Endo McAllister. Curtis Jones's form is fucking amazing right now too. Yeah, you can pick a lot of Liverpool midfield players. But I think Shabashlai is one that absolutely stands out to me. As well, see, I was gonna say that this. I don't, I don't like. It's still good, but I don't think it's far fetched to say that the midfield is the worst part of Liverpool's team this year. And it's still cool. fucking sick. It is. It is no. It is still for sure sick. I think Shabashlai. I don't think it's the worst part. The attack is the worst part. The midfield no. is the only thing that scores in that team. Yeah, I don't know. I, no, I, I think Shabashlai has been the most promising part of that midfield for sure. I mean, even I like you and I are talking I, I earlier. Know, I think. I think Curtis Jones has been the best midfield player right now. No, I team. I hate that guy. Curtis Jones, he's been he fucking amazing. He, I think, I think, past month, he's been the best midfielder in the prep. Okay, sure. Give him a month. I don't give a shit. I think Liverpool fans <laughs> have goddamn horse blinders on when it comes to watching that guy play. Swear to God, well, he he's been Jones, they were trying to sell him last year. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, as they should have. Well, yeah, but Jones like definitely provides the best defensive presence for that midfield. Which is, I think, Joe, necessary. No, he's with Carl. That's with Carl Wendell. He's been cooking on the defensive side, though. No, that's where he makes mistakes. Who, who, who provides the better uh, thing? Uh, Anyways, for my honorable mention. Who? Defensive? Yeah. Carl Wendell. Endo? Endo. Endo's Love been incredible. I guess he's been good, but I don't know. Uh, Guys, my... watch him more Curtis Jones in. My God. What are you talking oh, about? Dude, I, I, I fucking amazing. Him. See, I watch him, but I take, I take these horse blinders. I take these horse blinders. I take them off, and I watch Curtis Jones, and I see his little faults. Why, why do you hate him? Well, you, what do you, you mean? Kind of have a... He scores goals. He wins the ball. He's the hardest working player on the pitch in the past month. Wait, why, yeah, why every do you hate him, game he's in. It's pretty funny. Like, debatably, the best player on the pitch in every single game he's played in. <laughs> No, this kind of is right. Why you hate him, funny that you say score goals because uh, in the Prem this season, that's a singular. He has one goal, so uh, shove that up. Uh, no, I'm not a huge fan of Curtis Jones. I think he's. I, think, I, I just think he's overrated. Oh, okay. Like, oh, nobody rates him high. Uh, I'm looking at your audio levels right now, and you spent the last 30 seconds screaming. <laughs> yeah, about audio, I'm gonna have to really edit that after. But your audio levels have spiked there. So uh, clearly, someone here is overrating him uh, to begin with. I think no, I think he's good. I think he's a real player. Been watching him. I think I have been, and in the midfield, I'm the least impressed by him. I like Endo more. The least impressed. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. He's the, been our best midfield player. I don't understand that this is a team of the season so far, but I just picked Shabashlai. So, sure, I'll I'll give Curtis yeah, Jones a month. Season so far, but like I'll, I'll give Curtis Jones a month. But you know who else had a month? Fernando Makeda for the Man United when he scored one goal and then disappeared into the Greek league. I don't give a shit. One month, kiss my ass. Sorry, that was that was aggressive. Uh, no, my honorable mention. I'm yeah. I, I like I'm waiting for Curtis Jones to impress me. He just hasn't overly yet. Uh, my honorable mention, uh, Pascal Gross. From from Brighton, I just love me a versatile player, and I think that guy's unreal. Uh, that's literally the only reason for my pick is that he's he's put up numbers and he's played every single position on the pitch for that team. I could have put him as a left back on our bench, and I could have put him as a right back on our bench. I probably could have put him as like a winger on our bench. He probably played there once, uh, but yeah, mm. I like I like Pascal Gross. 
So I just wanted to shout out my boy Grossy. Versatile players are sick. Hell yeah. Uh, okay, attack. Mike and I were talking about how this might this one I may have to just veer away from my picking guys that go unpicked because the wingers are pretty obvious. Yeah, yeah, like Salah has to be there, like no question. Salah and Son are, are, yeah. are who you're like, just yeah, like no, think, no question. Yeah, you just have to insert them in Salah and Son. Son has been on fire in the Premier mm-hmm. League. I think we we're a little iffy after this first game, even though we love Tottenham. But holy crap, he has been absolutely fantastic. Uh, and Salah has been the the best winger in the in the world. I think. Yeah. No, uh, leads yeah, leads the league good. in goals and assists. I think he's pretty fucking insane. Again, he does that every single year. Uh, he's just fucking tremendous. There's not really much you can say about Son and Salah. There's right also now. like They're yeah, there's not really anyone else ahead of everybody. No, there's just you don't want to pick Grealish. Been... Pick who? Nobody wants to pick Grealish. You guys don't want Grealish on the left. Absolutely not. Never in a nah. Like Damn, literally, right. one of the other impressive wingers you could say is like Huang He Chan, but he's been nowhere near like a team of the season value player in my Diaby, baby. Diaby's been good. I think <laughs> no, I think, yeah, I think Diaby's still faced the issues that I said to you at the start of the year of like he's good down the wing, but finding himself in the attack like the actual like goal scoring positions is difficult for him. Uh yeah. I think that's kind of right in saying that. No, I don't know. I think I think it's Sun and I think it's Sun and Salah, and I honestly can't yeah. go creative with this one, unfortunately, because I'll just it's... sound like I've already sound like an idiot probably so far. But man, you could say Nunez. Yeah, I'm gonna pass on that one. <laughs> um, I'm all right. Yeah, I'm gonna say. Why you want to pass? Why? I'd rather uh, just put Grealish, but you know it's all good. You know? Striker though, striker yep. could be interesting. All right, C- can I go first? For okay, sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, I've always liked this guy. Uh-oh. He's definitely overperforming. Well, Uh-oh. I don't know if overperforming. Maybe just coming into his own. Holly fucking Watkins. Oh, okay. No, that's fine. Yeah, you can Holly Watkins. Who do you think I was going to say? No, it's okay. I'll wait for mine. What, do you think I was going to go fucking, oh, I've always liked this guy, Holland. You know, I thought he was always going to be good. Do you think I was going to say that or something? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I made that sound like he's like a prospect and shit, like working his way. And Holland's been him. Anyways, Holly Watkins. Why are you eating your mic? Stop eating your mic. Sorry, sorry. Is it is it good now? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it was fine before. I think I was just being an asshole. Um, you were you were being Ollie, an asshole. yeah. Ollie Watkins, you know, he's sick. He provides a lot. He makes great runs, and he's I think he's like fifth. I think in in scoring or fourth. Well, he's high as hell in uh, seventh. 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 He's got nine goals. He got but nine I think, goals. I think goal contributions wise, he's high, like with goals and assists combined, because he has like. Pretty much the same amount of goals and assists, I believe. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's actually first tied with Salah uh, for assists with eight assists. Yeah, he's been fucking awesome. Yeah. Super fun player. Uh, another really important piece to what Unai Emery's building. Um, so, yeah, I got Ollie Watkins. A lot of players you can pick, actually. The striker position is actually kind of stacked this year. I actually, um, yeah, I this think is one we were, yeah. we were debating over. Yeah, but I think as far as Premier League strikers go, I think Ollie Watkins is like the perfect Unai Emery system striker. Yeah, and I think they'd be stupid. He's been incredible, him. but like he, he just really good. He, fit, he fits perfectly there. Yeah, and he works like he's one of those strikers that works with like the ball on his feet too, and you can tell by his assist total. And I think Unai Emery loves that because he knows that even when it gets to his striker, there's a there's a very good chance of that ball like continuing to be moved onto different attacking positions and stuff. Like he's not a turn and scoop striker. He's not. He just finds. It's definitely the year of uh, players who are fun to watch are also the best players in the league. 
Because he that. is super fun to watch. The ball on his feet is so that. fun, man. He sure. moves so weird too. Like the way he shuffles his feet is odd. <laughs> kind of an odd moving dude. I love. I, I've, I've loved his game this season. He's yeah, been incredible. he's dope. He's always he's always like shown potential. Like this is the year that he's really coming to his own, though. But I feel like over the past two three years, like he's had like big moments, and I feel like I've had conversations where people are like, "Yeah, I don't really like fully believe in him," and I don't even know if I fully did. But this year, he's him. Like, oh, he's been amazing. He's him. So are, you, are you picking the same one, Mike? No, uh, I was debating between him, Jared Bowen. Uh, but another victim of his own success is Holland, and I think yeah. if you lead the league in goals, then you know you're doing your job to perfection. Yeah. And he has been. Um, I know he's missed a couple games, but I think the fact that he's still sitting at what 14 goals right now is just 14 goals tremendous for him. Tied um, with Mo, bro. Oh my god. Tied with Mo, and it, it's a thing. Like same with Allison Pick, um, and the same with him. It's like you're a victim of your own success. Mm-hmm. But Holland is uh, Holland's my striker of the season so far, still. But I I love the Watkins pick. I was debating between him and I really like Jared Bowen too. Yeah, Bowen oh, yeah. on there. Bro. I'm gonna go Holland. Time to close out the picks oh, with God. one that neither of you took. <laughs> oh. I, my, I think my I think my picks easy as far as the way I've been building my team. It's beyond easy. It's Dominic Solanke. Yeah, Dude. love Dominic Solanke. He has been superb the whole year. And honestly, you like I, I understand Watkins, I understand Holland. Dominic Solanke has contributed to thirteen of Fulham's twenty eight goals. Or not Fulham's yeah. performance. I said Fulham, I'm an idiot. Oh my god, I can't pick him anymore. No, I'm just kidding. Uh he's been in thirteen of their twenty eight goals as a club, which mm-hmm. is absolutely nuts. And you consider that of uh of their twenty eight goals this year, I'm looking at it right now on my phone, I'm fully cheat cheating this shit. Uh 23 of the 28 goals are from open play. Four goals are from set pieces, which I believe he may have one goal from, but no more than that. Because I think most of them have been like, been like Senesi's been involved in stuff. And they have one penalty goal. So he like he is scoring and contributing in open play on a squad that most people were taking as like a bottom three feeder club at the start yeah. of the year. I think he's like... He is that I, team. Yeah. I think he is yeah, the, he, right now. He is the team. He's finally entering the prime of his career at 26 years old. And you can absolutely tell. I would not be surprised if someone takes a chance on him in the summer, depending on how Bournemouth finished this year. Uh, Cause I don't, I don't know what Bournemouth's kind of budget and stuff is looking like, but I don't think they're a club that'll be able to really like invest and keep improving in, in years to come and hold on to a player such as Solanke. But if they can, I think they should for sure. Um, but no, he's like, I just think, I think he's fantastic. I think he's been like, okay. I don't know. I, I was going to say been that right. entire offense. He's that entire team. He's six goals in the, in just last month with a hat trick. He's Bournemouth's first ever premier league player of the month. Like yeah. he, he is. Crazy. Well, my problem is I was going to say that he's been the most, like the most, the striker that I've been the most impressed by this year. That'd probably still be Ollie Watkins. So I don't know if I can say that. But I think importance and like value to their squad, I think Dominic Solanke has to be my pick. I understand yeah. Holland. Holland yeah, what a bad pick. He's Erling Holland. I understand Ollie Watkins. This isn't even like, even if we were doing this as like, I can't or I could pick whoever you guys picked, I would still pick Solanke personally. Yeah. 
No, yeah, sure. I wouldn't even be mad about it. Solanke's been yeah. absolutely fucking incredible. Every time he's on the pitch, too, people have to watch him now, man. Like, the his coverage these days, it's been crazy. You never saw that on Liverpool. Well, I was like, I mean, he's he's scoring. I didn't even hear it. Oh, wait, what? <laughs> Making up media bias. It's all good. Oh. Uh, no, 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 no. That's not what I, no, that's not what I was laughing at. I was saying when he played on Liverpool, you know, he, he was a different guy. Now, now look at him. You know, he's oh, flourishing. Okay, okay. One yeah, of my okay. own. One of my own children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. So he does have the one. Actually, I'm kind of trying to find this now. He has the one penalty goal. I'm trying to see how many of his goals are like from headers and shit. I don't know if it'll show me that. But he is scoring. He is scoring. Oh, he heads. Yeah, yeah. He's but like, I'm, I'm wondering like set pieces wise, which it doesn't even matter. I mean, if you're a striker that scores set pieces, like, I'll be it to you. One penalty goal, whatever. Uh, he is scoring above expected. He has 11 expected goals and 12 scored. So that's that's a benefit in itself too, because I mean. Not to not to call anyone out, but uh, Nicholas Jackson struggling with that. <laughs> um, no, Dominic Solanke is the closing out to my team. Uh, I'm now realizing, thinking back on it, that I've made a Brexit ball team. Uh, I don't care. That's your Love favorite it. style, though. That's you your favorite that. style, brother. Well, I mean, it's Brexit ball with Sun, Salah, and Solanke up front. So I don't know. I don't know how this game would play in real life. I may have to create it on Football Manager or something and see how it runs, but. Um, yeah, All right. one more pick, one more pick, guys. We got to do manager of the year. Oh, easy. We're doing manager of the year. Yeah, it's pretty easy for me. Yeah, I guess mine's sort of easy too, but I'll go somewhere that you guys don't go if you guys go. Who is I it? Go. Is it Unai Emery, Dan? Yeah, I've mentioned him like four times when picking players. So, I mean, like, it makes sense. He's pretty easily my manager this season. Um, he's awesome. He's. I mean, I know a lot of players are playing amazing on Villa, but that comes from a lot of it from his tactics. He's just so good, and like we we knew he was a quality manager when he came from Spain. Like he's he has a lot to offer, but he is elite. Like I I love the guy, and uh, I think he's pretty easily my team of the season manager. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it's an absolute great shout. He's been fucking incredible. He has his team in third place right now. I could see him finishing top four. And I can actually see them competing more than Newcastle could in the Champions League next season. Like really? I, I really like this Aston Villa team. They're, they're actually second. They're super fun. Oh, they're second. Well, they're going to yeah. be third place soon. But yeah, so he's got uh, and who does City play? It's like Bournemouth or something. Some crappy team. Uh, I got to check the schedule. So it's it's some bottom feeder team. But yeah, he's been uh, no, uh, it's Bournemouth is bottom, bottom feeder. Sorry, not a bottom feeder. Jesus, we just had this talk. Well, they're on the they're on the bottom of the table, so yeah. bottom half, bottom half, bottom half. Yeah, Who, yeah Newcastle? Yeah. No, no, Bournemouth. He's just yeah, they're they're facing Newcastle next city. No, no, but their game in hand was postponed. It was like Bournemouth or something. Oh, right, okay, something. okay, yeah. okay. Um, yeah, I have to go with another coach though. He's been a victim of his own success. Call me bias all you want, Jurgen Klopp. Uh, I mean, he's just got his team back into this mentality. After that Tottenham game, you could tell that he had to rally the troops there. The mentality mm-hmm. monsters are back, man. They just come back from everything. And it's all tactical changes. You watch the game. It's the most, most tactical I've seen in, like, any sport this season. Like, his changes that he's doing. He watches the game first half, second half to come out. Completely different system. And everybody's bought into it. The players are playing above their weight, a lot of them. Um, and people have found their form again. He's just been phenomenal incredible hasn't lost a game this season 
So it's truly amazing what I'm actually watching. I think this might be his best coaching season that I've ever seen him do. He's been here since 2016, 2015. It's just phenomenal to watch. Uh, some of my favorite coaching I think I've seen in sports this season from Jurgen Klopp. Yeah, I like that pick. Klopp is, is awesome, and Liverpool has been like completely transformed through his tactics, his purchases, whatever you want to say it is, like, They've been amazing, obviously. And it's also really spectacular how this has been done in like like a year, a year and a half. Like from yeah. their form supposed back to be a rebuilding then. season. And then exactly. And look where they are now. So, yeah, it's a good pick. I, I Also, yeah, definitely a victim of his success because he's been awesome. So, yeah, yeah good pick. I'm, uh, I'm sorry. Right. Tell, uh, tell us why Sean Deitch is the uh, manager. Of the season. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. No, no. He actually deserves some credit. Yeah, he's I, awesome, bro. I'm not yeah. gonna, yeah. I mean, he deserves some big credit because without that point deduction, they're like a top half of the yeah. club from being. Oh, but I, I wasn't kidding, man. I, he fits perfectly in your Brexit bro. ball squad here. I love Sean Dice. Oh, bro. no, he would, this yeah, he'd play a system for me, but I'm not, I'm not building tactically, unfortunately. Uh, to, uh, man, I'm gonna go a weird one, which is, you know, not a surprise by me. I'm You're going a weird one? Yeah. Uh, Whoa. I'm going to go with Andoni Iraola, the manager of Bournemouth. Okay. He, you know, he he has a winning record like in all of his managerial matches with a Bournemouth side that I think we are all willing to admit is subpar at best. Without Dominic Solanke, if you like... If you literally get past their striker, there's nothing impressive about that team. Senesi, I guess, is like a good center back. They have that Ukrainian kid that they're like investing in for the future. There's nothing good about that Bournemouth squad, and like I'm willing to admit it. He's actually done a job with them. And he's 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 act like he has them playing some. I don't know. This dude. is the only one that I'm a, I'm a little No, not, dude, he's I'm good. No, no, he's, he's a good manager. I, I like dude, I'm picking someone that you guys didn't pick. I could easily say like Ange because he's he's been great apart from being screwed over by injuries. Like, I think I think Areola is if you watch the way Bournemouth plays, he's a very very good technical manager, and I think he actually give him another year with Bournemouth. I think he could, he could find a higher up job. He dude, he has Bournemouth playing fun. Like the quality of squad that Bournemouth has, they sh- they should be a relegation battling club. I would say that on paper. Every club they're above that's not in relegation is better than them. I would say that Fulham on paper is better. I would say that Crystal Palace on paper is definitely better. Actually, Nottingham Forest, you could you could have a debate. Brentford, I think, is just they're they're in some deep shit right now. No, I think I actually think the reason Bournemouth is doing how they're doing, I I generally like you can say it's Solanke. I think it's Areola. I like if I I've watched a few of their games. He plays a fun brand of football for them that actually is both fun and works. I think Bournemouth fans should be over the moon with him. Fuck, like, I don't know. Fuck it. Fun one. And Andoni Areola. I think he's been underappreciated because he has a hard name to pronounce. End of the day. Everyone always asks, like, oh, Ange, how do you say your name? But Andoni's standing over there. He's like, you don't know how to pronounce my name? And no one says anything. He's great. Yeah, I love nipples. Maybe sounds inappropriate. Yeah, I love nipples, bro. Andoni Areola? Well, Areola. No, it's Areola. Ariel is the keeper. It's Ireola. 
Yeah, but you've been, you've literally been saying areola. <laughs> no, I haven't. I haven't heard you say areola. I've been hearing you say areola. Okay, well maybe it's hard to say, and people need to ask him how to say it. Maybe they should. <laughs> maybe they should. Jeez, Louise, I'm uh, just getting hounded. I'm gonna pick areola, and I'm gonna see. Areola. Uh, yeah, I, I heard you pronounce yeah. exactly there. That's that's how I'm you gonna, even say I'm it. I'm gonna pick him, and I actually I don't think Bournemouth are done yet. Uh, I think they can actually. I'm going to say it. Prediction for the rest of the season, I think Bournemouth finished top half, top half of the table. I like it. I like it. Where, where are they at right now? Let me see this. Uh, they're 12th, but have a game in hand on like everyone okay. above them. If they win, they're tied with Wolves and Chelsea. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of asking that they, they stick by their form, but like in their last five games, they've won four of them and lost one in the Prem. Okay, so what teams... What two teams would they have to overtake? Do you, what teams do you think are going to be the ones? Is it Chelsea and Wolves that they would overtake? Yeah, I, I think everyone. Yeah, like, I think I, I think they're better than Wolves. Yeah, I think they're better mm, than. But Wolves. I think I think Fulham's better than Bournemouth, Wolves, and Chelsea. No, I don't think Fulham has like that that final punching power. Andres Pereira and Raúl Jiménez. I think they do, man. Who? Raul Jimenez? Jimenez is he's he's finding his form again. He has like five goals. Yeah, lately though he's been balling. Yeah, he's been yeah he's been fine. I, I I like Fulham. I just I don't know if they're. I don't know. I feel like they just. I think they're missing a couple pieces. Honestly, their uh, their center back that Adara Bioyo whatever his name is, he's pretty good too. He deserves an honorable mention shout in my team. Him and Branthwaite they can be they can be the the interchangeables. Uh, no, I think Bournemouth, I mean, I say top half of the table, they'll probably just finish like 10th. I don't think they're going to overtake Newcastle or anything like that. There's going to be a lot of teams that find their form again. Um, yeah, I think they can finish like 10th this year. And I think I, I, I'm, I'm a fan of them. I'm a fan of Iriola, uh, and Solanke. Me, me and my Bournemouth and Luton Town things. Love that. Yeah. All right. Anything else to tell us? Huh? Yeah, I'm going to read out the slate for this weekend, and then we'll end it here, okay? All right. Why don't you guys tell me who's going to win? Burnley, Luton Town today starts in two hours. Are we going to watch that one together, boys? Yeah, I'm down. I'm down. Is it snowing out? Is the weather bad? We'll talk about this no, after. Not, not bad. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's make Luton our Town, Burnley. Right here. here we go. I think uh, we're all going to root for Luton Town, right? Yeah, give me Luton Town. Rooting for Luton. Here we go. Let's go, Luton. All right, then we got Chelsea Fulham. Uh, another thing, oh, look, I look, want look. Fulham to win this one. Didn't I want Fulham to win? Did Fulham win the last time they played? Oh, they could have, eh? I think they Chelsea, might have. I don't know. Chelsea right. versus everybody is. Uh, oh, actually, rough. no. I think the last time they played, like Mudrick scored or something, and they somehow went off. Hmm. Uh, let me see if I can find Mudrick scoring. That that's that's got to be memorable. Yeah, no, yeah. Uh, Chelsea, yeah, it was Mudrick. Mudrick and Broja scored in back to back minutes, and they beat Fulham. Is that the one where after he scored, the entire team like went up to him like he was like a Make a Wish kid and was like, Maybe. "Good job, good job for scoring, man." Has <laughs> like, he scored? Did he score since, bro? <laughs> like, yeah, he scored like a couple, but I'm pretty sure that was the first. Uh, he scored in the one of the cups, I think. Oh, I'm just man. gonna pick that one as a draw. Draw, okay. okay. Yeah, uh, Newcastle City. That's a that's a pretty decent game. Oh, City. Wins. I mean, City. Yeah, I think City. Julian wins. Alvarez, bro. Everton Aston Villa, any thoughts? I think that's going to be tighter than we think. Uh, I'm taking Villa. I'm going to say they win two nothing, but late late goals. 
I'm gonna take Villa, but I'm gonna say like a two-one. Like I think they're gonna like have to like fight yeah. for it. Hmm. I think a one nothing, a one nothing for Villa, dude. Especially like uh, an Emery system versus like a Sean Dyche five back. Mm. It'll be interesting. I like that game yeah. a lot. Uh, Man United, Tottenham, big one. Uh, this is gonna be fun. I think Man United sometimes punches like I'm gonna above say Man United. No. I'm actually gonna yeah, say Man I'm kind of rooting Man United, not rooting for them, but I kind of picking Man United to win this one. Yeah, uh, I think I'm gonna go United too. It's actually yeah. like so. I'm I'm. I have a good friend who's a massive United fan. He kind of uh, he's hating on the Ange uh, love because he's saying that oh, like he gets all these excuses for injuries, but uh, Ten Hag doesn't and stuff like that. And then me and yeah, me I've and been, I've been are the excuses. Well, we kind of roast him though because like we just think Ange has just been objectively a better manager. Oh, um, I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, so if they win, he would love that. I'm sure. I mean, obviously United winning, he's be happy with. But I, I think for his agenda against Ange, it would make him very happy. I think it'd be so. very funny if that game ended in a draw too, because they have a combined three draws all season between the two squads. <laughs> that would actually be funny too. But um, yeah, probably United. But it would be really good to roast him if Ange won. That'd be that'd be fun for the friendship. So hope uh, hope Spurs win. You know. Yeah, I'll say United too. I think Newcastle's a bit beat up the same way Man United is. So, boom, 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 United. All right, yeah, I like United too. What about uh, Arsenal, Crystal did, Palace? Did Mike just say he likes United as a Liverpool fan? That's that's fucking oh crazy. Dude, that's crazy. What a fraud. Embarrassing, bro. Uh, what um, game Crystal Palace, Arsenal. No, oh, all right. Arsenal. I, I, I'm, I'm not impressed by Crystal Palace at all. Mm-hmm. I, think I think they could hold them to a draw, though. And I, I don't like Arsenal's form these days. Fair. Go zero zero. Okay. I think everyone's going to leave Crystal Palace in the summer, and I'm kind of excited to see them explode. Is that rude of me to say? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know any Crystal Palace fans, so if you're listening to this and you are, <laughs> bozo, your team's going to go poo-poo. Hey, man, they have legends like uh, Nicholas and Elka. Sure. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, Brentford Forest. I want, I want, I want Brentford. I know. I want Brentford to pick up their form, though. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna say Brentford because I want it to happen. All right, all right. Brentford's just like a I'm fun team. For I want, Forest. I, what? I like. I want Forest to win that one. I don't give a fuck about Brentford anymore. Fuck you, um, Brentford. You yeah, players. I don't really Sorry. care who wins this one. But, yeah, I don't give uh, a fuck about Nottingham anymore. I like Forest's logo better. So. Yeah, I've been enjoying Alonga's uh, resurgence after Man United. Uh, let's go Sheffield West Ham. Let's go West Ham. West Ham. Let's go. Have all the success. I'm going to say James Ward Prowse scores two bangers from free kicks. Mm. Let's go. Two bangers by Fodderingham. Oh, yes. my name's Fodderingham. I'm your keeper today. Fodderingham. Hate that guy. <laughs> uh, all right, then we got the return. Oh, sorry. Did you no. pick? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, you uh, just said Fodderingham. But I'm picking Arsenal. Or wait, West Ham. Wait, who is it? West Ham. Picking a West Ham. West Ham. Yeah. All right. Then we got the, the prince who was promised returns to his former stomping ground. Dominic Solanke's Bournemouth face Liverpool. Bournemouth. Easy. Bournemouth, yeah. I think like 6 nothing. Bournemouth. Solanke, Easy. two hat tricks. Easy. 1-1 no, tie. Uh, Liverpool. I, mean, I, I don't know who's going to be playing here. Actually, that's the tough thing about Liverpool. Liverpool's a little decimated right now. Uh, injuries, Trent Alexander-Arnold is out now for a couple of weeks. Shabashlai's still out. McAllister's back. Endo's gone. Sal is gone. Is it in Liverpool? Uh, like is, it in, is it at Anfield? Simicus is gone. Yeah, I think it is. 
Simicus is gone, so Joe Gomez is going to be playing right back and left back. So that'll be interesting. Do you understand how excited I am for Liverpool to take a one nothing lead and then Solanke ties it one one and starts running towards the corner and just puts his hand up? He's like, <laughs> "That's gonna be so." That's gonna 98, be so nice. ninety eighth minute, dude. That's gonna be so nice. Well, I'm gonna love that. I'm gonna like make that my wall. <laughs> dude, if I, you know what though? If I'm Solanke, like celebrate, dude. What the fuck? Like, no, I, I think you respect. I, 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 I respect people who like don't celebrate if they were there for a little bit. But like, if you were there for like fucking a year. Who gives a fuck? Celebrate. I also love though that it's like Step the, in their face. I love when it's like the players though that like they like play there for a bit and they, they get sold and the manager's like, yeah, like we just we don't believe in you. We think you're shit. And then they just like sell him on. And then he comes back. He's like, I respect the club. I'm like, dude. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Shove it in the face, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I agree. I don't. I don't see like the the hate on celebrating. To be honest, like there's a I reason. I get it with some right. players. And there, some, some, yeah, sometimes um, it's if true. you're like like, like when. When Suarez sallied against Liverpool, that was really painful. But then yeah. we kicked his ass and won the Champions League. So fuck you, Suarez. But yeah. <laughs> no, good. like if Ward Prowse came back on like to Southampton and like scored a free kick and hit a golf swing in the corner, I'd probably be pretty pissed. He, he would never do that. Those those I, know, I would be I, fucking fuming. I'd be I'd, if he like threw up like yeah, cameras or something. Do I'd I'd probably I'd yeah I'd stop watching football probably altogether. People that are like were <laughs> legends or like super impactful to the club, I get. But like for the most part, I just. It, it's a game, you know? They want to celebrate. Yeah. The, like, the like, oh, what a sign of respect in the corner. He made two appearances for the squad. I'm like, what? I think Salah didn't celebrate against Chelsea like one time. Now he does, but like, why, dude? Yeah, like, fuck yeah. he cares. They yeah, like, literally literally cares. Always yeah. against Chelsea. He's hitting Didn't the they like, 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 treat him too? I swear they gave up on him. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's scoring against the club he Our, played uh, U11 football for. What respect <laughs> well, Mourinho claims he doesn't. Uh, Who? D- he didn't want to sell him. Mourinho. He's like, oh, I didn't want to oh, get rid yeah. of Kevin De Bruyne. I didn't want to get rid of Salah. Yeah. yeah. Misses by him. Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. I don't know about that. selling these days. Uh, then Brighton Wolves. Uh, Brighton. Brighton. I mean, yeah, give me Brighton. Could, it be, could be a tie, but I'm going to go Brighton. Yeah, sure. Brighton. I don't know. Uh, Pascal Gross. I just like him. Let's pick. Let's pick that. Actually, no. I'm gonna go tie. I'm gonna go tie. Wolves have been good for him. I think Brighton will shut him down a little bit, but not enough to get the win. But like a two-two tie, yeah. like a fun one. Solid. Solid. How about? How about? Like that. All right. Okay. So those are team over team of the seasons. Our next picks. Uh, we're gonna watch these games coming up in the next two weeks. Uh, but next week we will be back. Doesn't matter if Dan's still asleep. Me and Ryan will start this. Uh, yeah, we made. We made. We're gonna we're gonna get these out uh, probably on Friday. So we're making a podcast policy that your Twitter has to have vowels in it for you to be on the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why don't we say our Twitters? Uh, Mike Jose Collins sure. can find me on X. Uh, uh, you can. Sorry, go ahead, Ryan. No, you go, Mister Vowel Boy. Okay, you can uh, find me at dnljrms on Twitter. Um, for on X, formerly Twitter. Uh. It's just my name without vowels, cause I'm I'm just cool like that. Yeah, so, with, the, yeah. with the J in there. It with it with my middle name, Jaime. You know, it's it's me. Bro. Uh, call me mine's, Jaime, just, you know. mine's just Ryan Galati one. Uh, I tweet, nice. tweet some fun things sometimes. There was there was recently a ten foot. You've alien. been tweeting lately. Yeah, there's been a. He has been. There's been a ten yeah, foot alien sighting it. somewhere, and I I retweeted saying this Miami. is a different angle. Miami. Yeah. I retweeted and said this is a different angle of the video footage and put Peter Crouch celebrating a goal. It was pretty. Oh, that was funny. I, I, I didn't. I didn't end up liking it, but I, I scrolled by. I, 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 
That's funny. Uh, I tweet a lot about the the Canadian Premier League too. If you're listening to this and you're in Canada, give it a look, man. There's a lot of fun things going on in the in the CPL. Uh, this is not a promo. This is just me saying I work there now, and it's very very fun. That's all. Just give it a look. Support your country. Thanks. Yeah, if you want to like read about like collisions and like stabbings and stuff, like hit me up, bro. It's, it's like I got you. So follow me on Twitter for that. And if you want to look at a soundboard, send Mike a Snapchat. Don't I like that. that. Yeah. Don't actually do that. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, okay. Uh, shout out to my cousin Emily Jones who just moved to Liverpool a couple days ago. She's gonna go That's to cool. a bunch of games. Uh, so I hope you have fun in liverpool and send us some pictures i'd love to see all the games and uh shout out to uh Maurizio costello jackson thank you so much for listening to every episode Maurizio costello jackson i really that appreciate that anyhow this has been the kickaboot we'll see you guys next week bah.